This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there listening. As one of my gifts to you, I thought we should do another superhero show. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I got to watch it on Mother's Day. Hey, that was on you. Obviously, this is going to um, come out after Mother's Day. A couple days. Okay. But we are recording on Mother's Day yeah. night. Yes. So we're sitting here with some fine champagne that we've opened. Maybe you could hear the effervescence of it. The clink clink, the aluminum can. We're drinking seltzer. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to open another fancy beer and you said no. I know. I just, you know, I'm going to go to bed right after this. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I had some beer. I had a sleepy day today. Thank you for letting me have such a relaxing day. My pleasure. <sighs> I needed you high energy for tonight's episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking this effervescent seltzer. Yeah. I hope I don't burp too much into the mic. Oh, boy, I'll try to edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do it every other week. Uh, so, before we get into this, it being Mother's Day and all. Yes. Who are some of your favorite TV moms? All right. First of all, a good gift to me would have been, <laughs> give me a heads up that this question was going to be asked so I could prepare for it. Nah. All right. Linda Belcher. It's a good pick. Comes right to mind. Frankie Heck. Oh, I love Frankie Heck. You know, it's funny. I was going to say Deborah. What was their last name in that show? Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. What was her last name? Barone. Yeah. Deborah Barone. She's not like your typical TV mom pick, but I think that's why I liked her so much. Mm-hmm. She was always a little bit cranky, but like, I get it now. I think my top pick is probably the android mom from Raised by Wolves. Oh, good pick. <laughs> That's a great pick. <laughs> and then Peg Bundy in second place, I think. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Roseanne, the second make of it. Where she dies off? Yeah. <laughs> no, she was awful then, but I really did like Roseanne, you know. Yeah, sure. Before. What are some other good... Oh, Sophia Petrillo is a great TV mom. Ah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, of course, Carol Brady. I loved the Brady Bunch. You know who was a good TV mom? Did you ever watch The Wonder Years? Yeah, a long time ago. So the mom in The Wonder Years is just like a very... I don't know. She just seemed so sweet. Mm. Just a good, like, comforting mom. I don't remember that character at all. Yeah. I vaguely remember what she looks like. That's it. I mean, I don't remember much about the show, to be honest. So, like, I I don't really know. Like, I'm assuming I think she yeah. was a good mom. <laughs> um, That's another show with, like, an iconic opening theme song. Yeah. We were talking about that on the Golden Girls episode. 
like Golden Girls and Cheers, but Wonder Years is up there, oh, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I haven't thought about that show in a while. All right. Should we talk about Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah, let's get right into There's it. There's a mom in this show. Talk about great TV moms. Yeah. <laughs> so. Lady listen, Liberty or whatever her name is. There are just so many superhero shows. There are. And we have to watch some of them. I we did, don't have to watch all of them. I didn't make you watch Invincible. Right. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I think superheroes have been, you know, big in pop culture for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, they are at their absolute peak. Like, they are the fucking pop culture thing right now. Like, if if, yeah. if 10 or 15 years ago it was zombies, maybe even right. le- less than that, it's definitely superheroes right now. I mean, so many movies, obviously. The MCU, you know, is pretty standard superhero storytelling, but it's still entertaining. It's still fun. They still deal with some complexities. Um, some some of the stories are really unique. We enjoyed WandaVision. Right. Totally different spin on the superhero genre. There are TV shows that take unique spins on things. Um, the Boys, Umbrella Academy, mm-hmm. Invincible, and now Jupiter's Legacy, like all take a different look at it from a non-traditional point of view. Mm-hmm. Like what if superheroes were complete piece of shit celebrities you know, what if you were the second generation of superheroes, which is kind of right. this and Invincible? So there are interesting takes. With sure. all that said, even I am like getting a little burnt out. Okay, that's what I was actually just going to say. I was trying not to interrupt you, but it's like, okay, but when is it just too much? Yeah, because even even with all the different angles, at some point I'm just like, okay. I, I, I've seen and- something maybe not exactly like this, but like pretty adjacent to it like let and it gets to a point where you just kind of have to like i I don't know i guess for me and it's you know if you've listened to the podcast you know superheroes isn't my favorite genre though i have liked some of the shows so but being that it's not my favorite genre i typically don't know the comic book that it's been based off of or the movies that people have all seen before right but even not knowing that, it kind of gets to a point where it's like, aren't they all kind of doing the same thing? Like, it just feels a little I mean, derivative. Sure. I, I think it's a genre of of media, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. to a certain extent, sure, it's derivative. I think you can keep telling interesting stories. I, mm-hmm. I think that they will. Like, they. I mean, like, you know, every content producer and artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like... I'm in, I'm interested and excited to see some of the upcoming Marvel movies. Yeah. I think they'll keep being entertaining. You know, I don't even know who the first superheroes were, like Namor and maybe Superman. And it was like good versus evil. That was it. Yeah. And, I mean, like at, at this point in modern day society, that's pretty, pretty boring, pretty bland. Right. You need some gray area. Which you need they kind of touch on in this episode, which I thought was interesting. They do. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like the X-Men came out a little bit later than that and it was still mostly good versus evil. But then as that evolved, there became complexities with Magneto as a supervillain that was maybe fighting for the right reasons, but going about it the wrong way. And now there's these shows like The Boys and, and you know, there were comics beforehand yeah. that I think are interesting takes. Sure. I thought that I thought all this and that I was getting burnt out even before Invincible but I enjoyed that pilot and watched yeah. the whole series, the whole first season, okay. and enjoyed it. So even though I'm, I feel burnt out, I'm still open to a well-produced, entertaining superhero mm-hmm. show or movie. Yeah. 
And so that's kind of the mindset I went into this with. I mean, I guess it's like anything where it's like, I love like a police procedural, but how many can you watch? Like, it's like they're on every network. Every network has multiple. And it's like, I mean, I would say that's, that's more like played out than the superhero thing is. Sure. Yeah. Um, Oh gosh. Yeah. There's so many, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I mean, yeah, you can like the genre, but. But if, you know, if it has enough, (laughs) right, if it has some strong, intriguing elements to it, or if it's like really well produced, or if there's just like a fucking knockout actor in it or something. Right. Like if you you have Callum Turner in it. Yeah. I'll fucking watch uh, another police procedural. Holiday Granger. I don't care what they're saying. However, they said really good things. It was all good. (laughs) Good. They were good. <laughs> we can cut that part out. <laughs> I don't think your boy's going to be in the next season of that show. No? No, I don't think so. Why? I think it's going to be Holiday Granger in that like upper level oh, stuff. Oh, that's right. Because mm, yeah. he's got to come back. Why? Can't they have a fling? <laughs> or do I have to write the fan fiction I for think, it? <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Yeah. You know what? That's like one of those like things. Like We're talking about the capture, by the way. We're talking about the capture. And it's fresh in my mind because I was telling my cousin Katie, shout out, hi, um, to watch that show because we both, she, we were talking about Dublin Murders and all ah. that. So we're, you know, we are on the same like level. And I told her like who was in it. And she was like, oh my God, I love Callum Turner. So anyway, that's why it's fresh in my mind. But what I was saying was that like fan fiction is one of those things that like people talk about. Like, I've heard it, um, you know, mentioned. Like, I know the term fan fiction, but I never, I don't write it. I don't read it. Like, I don't don't know what it is, right? (laughs) So, one day, I went to go look up fan fiction for The Great British Baking Show, which is just so fucking weird that I even, like, looked that up. Yeah, what the hell? I was just really, like, into the show, but I didn't know that, like, fan fiction is, like, I think, like... 95% 95% fans writing about <laughs> people having sex that didn't have sex on the show. Well, for a show that is not fiction, what did you think it was going to be about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I truly didn't know that it was like, that that's, I don't know. I just thought like, I, I really, I don't know. I was did very Did you do any Im- image it. searching? No. Okay. Why do people do that? The people draw the fan. Oh my god! Of course. Okay, so I had a Tumblr many years ago. I don't think I used it the way you're supposed to use Tumblr. (laughs) You weren't looking up pornographic images of your favorite cartoon characters. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, I saw them come through the feed every now and then, and some days I'd go down this like rabbit hole and be like, "Tumblr's weird," you know? Like it's just so strange. Um, but anyway. Yes, in that fan fiction, I like was like, I don't know how to like, even what these message boards are, like how you search for them. Someone mm. who like is into fan fiction right now is listening to me say this and they're like, this girl's an idiot. What is she talking about? <laughs> but I, the one that I clicked on to read was like Paul Hollywood and Martha having an affair. Gross. No, she was older. Okay. This was later. They made sure that it was like legit, like when she grew up okay. and they had an affair. It was it's, so, still so weird. That's still creepy. And I was like, what? 
is this? <laughs> and it was just like odd to me, but like, I'm not shaming fan fiction. I just like was surprised by what it actually like is. Yeah, yeah, sure. That being said, I would absolutely, I should absolutely go search fan fiction of Holiday Granger and Callum <laughs> Turner's characters getting it on, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm pa- gonna. Pa- I'll update everyone. Pa- pass anything good along to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. With all that said, <laughs> let's talk about... Now let's talk about Josh Dumel. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the lead? Yeah. Okay. So we start with three children running through the woods. They're playing superheroes and... The young girl pretends to laser one of the other boys. And he says, no, you missed me. No, you missed me. She goes, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. And then she screams in frustration. And her scream sends out like a shockwave that knocks the other two boys over. Mm-hmm. And one of the boys runs away. But the other one, who's her brother, tries to calm her down. Her name is Chloe. And as he's calming her down, their dad flies in. He's a superhero. Gives them a talk about service, compassion, mercy. That's their code. This guy talks a lot about the code. Uh, you know, it. It was like a very traditional superhero kind of speech. Mm-hmm. He promises them ice cream after they all cool down, but then he hears trouble off in the distance and he apologizes, but he has to fly off. Right. And as we zoom in on the boy's dejected look, we flash forward like, I don't know, 15 or 20 years in the future. And this boy in his 20s now is at a diner and hears trouble. And so he rushes off down an alley and flies off couple guys are robbing an armored car but a woman walks up as some like purple tech suit forms around her yeah which i can i just interrupt here this was the point in the show where i was like they're robbing an armored car come on like seriously like just like Like stereotypical yes like it's just like are we gonna really see them rob an armored car? how many armored cars are robbed (laughs) like i know it must happen in real life but like it's just the only thing that ever seems to happen. Well, it was in these shows. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have I have plenty to complain about with this show, but I feel like that was just a setup for the encounter that followed, and it was a little bit tongue in cheek because they do a yes. lot. And and maybe you might have missed some things because you don't read comics or and aren't into this genre. But I think they they were self aware at least about that stuff. Like, hey, here is the cookie cutter superhero yeah, stuff. Yeah. And here's why it's messed up and how we can turn it on its head and that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think that's at least the idea they were going for. Yeah. And I think they did later in the episode, they kind of like touched on it. Like, are we really just going to save people from robbing banks or whatever? Right. Yes, exactly. You know, so they do. Yeah, absolutely. And so. But I just, that was my first reaction to it. Sure. And yeah. then later they, you know, totally. were aware of it. And so the young kid shows up, Paragon is his superhero name, and this supervillain taunts him about his dad and warns him to fly away, because, you know, everyone knows who the superheroes are. Did you think that that was his sister at first? For a split second. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So he ends up getting his butt kicked by her, and he's about to get blasted by her again when her dad shows up, the utopian. His dad shows up. Yes, his dad, sorry. And easily handles this woman. Yeah. Um, And then kind of chastises the son, like, you're supposed to call in times of trouble. Do better next time. Yeah. Father's played by Josh Dumel. Yes. And so we see the father at home. Shell is his name, Sheldon, in the bedroom. And, you know, like, he looks old now. Mm -hmm. He's got, like, scars, long white hair, wounds on his torso. And he hears... Mm -hmm. (laughs) What, What is he in? What else is he in? I think he was on, like, Las Vegas or something. I honestly haven't even seen him act in anything, I don't think. 
But he was in tabloids a lot when he was married to Fergie. And I guess around the time that I was reading tabloids a lot. Ah. So I just like find him to be really He was married to Fergie last week? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't read a tabloid in like eight years. All right. So what I'm picking up though is that you like uh, wounded torsos. Yeah. So are my gallbladder surgery scars really getting to you? They (laughs) do it for me. (laughs) I have to tell you. Uh, and so he's hears some stories on the news, similar to what the son saw while he was at the diner. The economy is taking a nosedive. There's some supervillain's trial that keeps getting prolonged. So eventually he goes downstairs with his wife, who's also a superhero. They reveal that their daughter has a drug issue and the mom is trying to convince the dad, like, do not try and give her a sit down talk right now. She's mm-hmm. not ready for it. He's also concerned about their son. He's distracted. He's not ready to take over fighting villains Mm -hmm. he might never be and did you notice what beer they were drinking no high life champagne of beers oh i did notice that (laughs) yes i did shout out to my papa and the son is on the roof and with his super hearing can hear them saying this about him Mm -hmm. and his uncle is up there as well joins him on the roof and convinces him to come down for dinner Mm -hmm. nice use of native bird species songs there was an eastern phoebe calling and a yellow warbler in this scene yeah all right so plus plus two for the show Mm -hmm. Uh, chloe does show up for dinner drunk or high and gets into an argument with the dad before storming off Mm -hmm. and her brother goes after her but then they get into it and she's like you know i'm sorry for you that you feel the need to like idolize our dad and carry around his bullshit Mm -hmm. and then she flies off Uh, brandon is the brother's name yeah and then the next scene, he's out with one of his friends who's trying to convince him, like, you need to have a life. You're constantly under your dad's thumb and you're afraid to, like, live. Right. Um, already at this point, it was, like, laying it on so thick. Like, every, mm-hmm. every scene with the dad and the son, like, exposition about how what a hard-ass the dad is. And then he right. has to go out with a friend to reemphasize it again. Right. Like, it just seemed like an unneeded scene. Mm-hmm. We, we, we see the friend once again later, but it didn't really, I don't know, it wasn't very impactful. Right. Then we have a couple flashbacks to 1929 Chicago, and we find out that Sheldon's family owns a steel empire, and they're planning to expand, but his brother Walt is trying to convince him and his dad not to. It's a bad time. The economy is too volatile, but Sheldon and their dad are like, you know, it's not about numbers right now. It's about the families that work for us and giving Americans jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. And the next flashback scene is Shell on the street and people are like running past him in a panic and he finds out that the stock market is cr- is crashing. Right. And so he goes up to like the big boardroom and it's just chaos in there. And Walt says their dad's up on the roof and he's like looking out over the city. Shell goes up there and he's looking out over the city and seeing how much, how much of it their steel helped to build. And as Sheldon like steps away from a second, the dad jumps and kills himself. Yeah. That was, I mean, I felt like as soon as he got up there, that that's what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. But, like, it was still, like, really terrible to yeah. see it. And back in present day, Shell and Walt are at the Union's old headquarters. That was, like, their superhero group. And Walt gets serious about how they're actually helping the world. Because fighting supervillains and putting bank robbers away isn't doing anything. It's not changing society. The I'm real- sorry, can I interrupt for one second? Sure. Where are they? They're at the old headquarters no, of... No, no, no. I mean, like, where in the country? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, it was Chicago back in the 20s. I don't know if they're still in that area or not. Oh, it was Chicago. Was this... Chicago, okay. 1929. Okay. 
And he's like, you know, the real problems are corrupt corporations and politicians. You know, we need to get involved more. But mm-hmm. Shell stresses like, listen, our code says we can't get involved in politics or leading people. We're supposed to inspire people through the code. Mm-hmm. And just then two other guys come in and say that the supervillain Blackstar has escaped the, right. the, the Supermax prison. This is like the guy we keep seeing on the news. And so the whole family is there fighting this bad guy with like half a dozen other superheroes fighting around, mostly getting their asses kicked. He has an antimatter heart that shoots like an energy beam that kills two of the heroes, mm-hmm. including like decapitating this one girl and killing Brandon's friend. Walt tries to trap him in his mind inside of illusion. He has like some mental yeah. abilities, but he breaks out of it and he's beating up Sheldon and is about to detonate in a nuclear explosion. But Brandon flies in with his like father's doubts echoing in his head from earlier. And he punches this guy so hard it caves his skull in and kills him. Right. And so immediately the dad gets up and is pissed. Like, we never take a life. It's against the code. And Which, like, <laughs> they were all going to die. This I thing would... was absolutely going to kill every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing was, like, where they're like, how did he escape? And it's like, um... Have you seen this thing? Of course he escaped a prison. Like, what is going to hold this guy, this thing in? Well, there's a question about that later. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, as the dad is saying this stuff, Walt's like, wait, we have a problem. And so they go somewhere. I don't know if it's the Supermax prison or the headquarters, but the body of this supervillain is lying there. As the same villain comes in, but like without his like high tech suit on, and I think he has like readers around his neck, like glasses. <laughs> I didn't notice that. This guy was kind of funny. <laughs> so the bad guy comes in and he asks, "Who's that on the table?" And Shell says, "It appears to be you." And that but was the end. Also, did you not expect that voice to come out of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very large. Like I don't know how do how do we describe? He looks like he's made of stone. Like he's a big like hulking mass of just like, like a giant. grotesque yeah. yeah yeah um and then his voice is just like very normal it was almost like bill's voice was coming out of it <laughs> like i'm not like not that it's just like it's a normal guy's voice not yeah. like uh you would think it would be like really deep think i have a normal guy's voice yeah <laughs> thanks you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're very average bill was it great? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it ended and I guess that was supposed to be a cliffhanger, but they didn't really establish enough around this bad guy. <laughs> I know. Like, or, who the fuck is Or this? this facility, or, like, what even might possibly be going on to make it interesting. Like, I, I literally laughed. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, all right, I guess this is over now. And it's like, <laughs> as far as we know, like, we don't know anything about this world. As far as we know, there are multiple creatures that look like this. Right, right. Well, it was implying it wasn't, but... <laughs> I, know, I know, but it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know that until the very last sentence, but it wasn't like, oh, what? You know what I mean? It wasn't like a big reveal. So what did you think of Jupiter's Legacy, the pilot? I didn't think it was bad. I thought like all the production and the acting and for, for the most part was good. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, this realistic worlds but all but then there are superheroes you know like we've talked about it's kind of like the, sure you know the thing to do now it it was fine i just don't think i'm interested in it mm-hmm. I, you know and i tried i was like you know this isn't this doesn't seem to be bad the whole time i was watching it but then i was just like but i don't care 
enough. Yeah. You know? I didn't think that the the da- the whole the daughter's whole scene, Chloe's whole scene when she came back to dinner mm. was a little like I don't know. A little uh, bit. It was a little over the top. Yeah. Do you know who that actress is? No. Who is that? She played the handless maiden in Sacred Lies. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I do. I do, I do. So I actually What a reel this girl has. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually wasn't in love with the production value. Oh no? I so the trailer of the show is badass. Like it looks like an HBO quality show or like a movie okay. trailer. It looks really, really cool. Yeah. And I just felt a lot of the fight scenes, the action, the special effects, they were just very network TV to me. Okay. Which is fine. But when you have, I don't know, when you're watching action on HBO, like with Lovecraft Country. Yeah, yeah. Or stuff or stuff on Netflix that is better produced. It was really noticeable. That last fight scene, every time one of the superheroes flew through the air, I, I like cringed just a little bit. Oh, okay. Of course it takes place at sunset, so you like blur everybody out like yeah. as they're flying <laughs> into the sun. Uh, I don't know. I thought the acting was fine. I thought the writing was a little bit overdone at times with him talking about the code like I understand mm-hmm. they're trying to establish that, but like we fucking get it. Right. You yeah. know, we understand the relationship between this dad and the son. We don't need three more scenes to do it. Mm-hmm. I think the themes are intriguing, like this unrealistic ideal of like being perfect mm-hmm. versus like these young kids. Like, is it okay to interfere in politics to kill these supervillains? Sh- should they right. be the ones ki- killing them? You know, you know, there are, those are kind of like larger questions in society now. Yeah. So I like that idea. I just don't know if it was intriguing enough or handled well enough to keep me going. I did have one friend who said he liked the show. Okay. But just like this afternoon, I, I try not to read too much before because I like to formulate my own own thoughts. But like, I don't think reviews for the show are, are great. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. If, if I had gotten like personal recommendations and I saw reviews were good, maybe I'd be like, all right, maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe it gets better. But as it stands now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if it was that, well done. Yeah. I have to say, one of the things that I noticed, like, with the flashbacks, so, like, I don't know how these characters age. Like, clearly, these superheroes have been along, around for a long time. Yeah, I think they're 120 years old. Okay. So, now they have clearly aged. You know, Josh Jamel looks great, like, as a at, when he's, like, their dad and they're younger, and then they flash back even further right. in, you know, the 1920s. He looks like really young, you know. I so he looks good older, but his hair and Walt's <laughs> hair were just so bad. Like yeah. these wigs were just so ridiculous. The mom, like the woman who plays his wife, um, who I recognize and I can't remember her name. Do you have it? Her name is Leslie Bibb. Okay. I thought she looked really familiar too, but I think I know her from Talladega Nights, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she was in that. But anyway, she, like, her hair looked phenomenal. Like, she looked like one of those women who, like, goes gray and, like, has, like, the like the sleekest haircut. And, like, you know, she looked so good old. Her hair looked awesome. Yeah. But, like, 
Josh Duhamel's character, it looked like it was spray, like they spray painted gray onto a wig, like a bat yeah. wig. It was really pretty terrible. I mean, yeah, that, that's part of the production that I thought was lacking. Yeah. I, you know, but it was like, to me, that almost felt like I was like, is that supposed to be a joke? Do you know I mean, what I mean? That part, I'm not sure. Like, you know, they had these colorful, ridiculous rubber suits, which is yeah. part of that like tongue in cheek yeah satirical whatever take on superheroes but some of the stuff like the action and like the hair i was like oh this this looks like kind of like a cw show yeah well the thing is is also i feel like you know they're doing some of that stuff tongue-in-cheek but i didn't find the writing i found the writing to be kind of humorless so that didn't like fully work for me yeah that's that's a good point you know, like there wasn't like that, like nod to it right. where I feel like you have like some of that, like sarcasm and stuff in the and levity in, in the boys or Umbrella Academy. Yeah, now, true. those are different productions. Those are different shows. I'm not saying this has to be the same, but you're right. There's just like something lacking to make the, that other element work. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I assume there's going to be multiple storylines going on. Like you have this broad storyline of like the next generation of superheroes taking mm-hmm. over. Maybe there's something interesting with this duplicate supervillain guy, you, you know, like in umbrella Academy, like they're approaching it from an interesting angle of these like kind of washed up superheroes yeah. that were like formed by this guy. But then there's a really cool time travel storyline. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe there's some concurrent things going on here that will be intriguing. You know, one of the things I found a little bit annoying now that we're talking about it is part of the reason we see that flashback is Branton asks uncle, his uncle Waltz while they're sitting on the roof, um, what was dad like when he was younger? Like when he first got his powers Mm -hmm. and that's me, which like, first of all, it's like, you haven't had this conversation yet. (laughs) Right. But anyway. Yeah. He's in his twenties. Right. They flash back to the story, and we never find out a single thing about it. All we see <laughs> is him being normal and them and the stock market crashing. Right, right. That's it. We don't see get any inkling. So I just wonder, is that coming soon? Because so, um, it should. So they, <laughs> they definitely have more flashbacks. I know that from the trailer. There's a lot more flashbacks. Okay. I think. I think I think they have flashbacks that like reveal how they became superheroes. They they weren't born that way, right? But will that reveal personality traits about the dad, or is it just going to be a storytelling mechanism? I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. But I I'm kind of like I would be interested to know. Like a good cliffhanger would be like, how did they get their superpowers? I thought it was such a weird way to end. Yeah, it really was. It seemed a little bit unfinished. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, do something with the sister or I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a little jumbled. It was. Yeah. And it didn't feel very tight to me. Mm -hmm. And the things that I did like about it were all like theoretical things like, oh, I like the themes they're touching upon. Right. If X, Y, and Z happen. Exactly. I didn't think anything about the pilot episode was really that captivating. Mm -hmm. And the final fight scene, I mean, you know, at this point, we've all seen a million action sequences with superheroes that cost millions of dollars to make. So, like, Mm -hmm. you can't live up to that standard, but we've all seen that. And so we have images in our head, and it was just a little bit of a letdown for this big, like, action scene with, like, 
I don't know, 12 people with superpowers, including the supervillain. Yeah. I mean, that is an interesting theme, like, that they're talking about, like, you know, getting into politics. And I see that point, you know, where he says, Walt says, you know, he still feels bad that they didn't do more during World War II. Like, they could have. They could have saved more people. Yeah. But because of the code, they didn't. And, and it's like, oh, wow, yeah, they should. But then, I can't remember the guy's name. Which guy? Josh Duhamel. Sheldon. Sheldon. The utopian. Uh, yeah. So he, then he's like, okay, so then what? Then we get involved in Vietnam and this war and that war. And like, when do you stop? And I like get that point too, because it's like, then how do you stop? And what side are you on? And if you can save everyone, like, then who do you save? Like, Right, right. Yeah. And it's like, where would they, where would they stop? Like, yeah, they're supposed to help everyone. Like they're supposed to help humanity. Right. They're not supposed to like pick sides yeah in that you know what i mean in that way yeah that that's i think is a cool idea to explore in yeah. a universe where superheroes exist that, yeah. so i am intrigued by that yeah i just don't know if this show is hitting yeah i know hitting the mark it's an it. intriguing idea and conversation to have i don't think i care enough to watch this show to find out how they handle it yeah i think i'm in the same boat as you yeah unless i hear like a lot about it but doesn't seem to be heading that way it's also very recent it just came out a couple days ago yeah so we'll we'll see as reviews roll in how the rest of the season shakes out but i'm i'm certainly gonna wait before i invest any more time yeah um i i don't even think and if you do you can just tell me about it because i'm just not that interested (laughs) in it if it was like lovecraft country exploring that that's different yeah of course yeah like because Lovecraft Country like was just so good. Yeah, I know that they're two different shows, and I I say that sometimes I'll like pull up these other shows and be like, well, if this show had done it, or if you could, if you could, they could do it like that. It's like obviously every show can't be the same. It's just that is just an idea in like this fantastical world where you have like things that are not in our real world. That's kind of what I want to see. I want to see what Lovecraft Country did. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think this one is just missing like one element that needs to be shifted from the con column to the pro column Mm -hmm. for me. I think there's just a little bit of unbalance there. Like, you know, acting was good. I think the themes and ideas are really intriguing, but production wasn't great. The writing I didn't think was that interesting. Yeah. You know, for for a show that I thought had intriguing themes or like at least the potential, the writing to kind of enhance those and like get them boiling wasn't there. Yeah. So their kitchen was beautiful, though. It was the whole house <laughs> and the kitchen. They're like on a farm or something. And yeah, that was really nice. nice. All right. So pro column. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Good set. <laughs> you just tip the scales for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I would recommend it. If yeah. if you love superhero stuff, and listen, I've heard this comic is great. Yeah. So maybe it'll get turned around. Maybe the second season will turn around. Does Mike read this comic? I'd be interested because he like reads like every. It seems to me like he reads a lot of obscure comics that. Like, anytime yeah. we've done a superhero show, he's like, no, I read all the comics. And he read all of Walking Dead. And, like... Yeah, I mean, most of these aren't that obscure if you are into comics at all. Right. So, I'm <laughs> like, wondering if maybe he 
Is Red Thumb? Uh, yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll yeah. ask him. I'll ask him. Do you think Jupiter's Legacy will get a second season on Netflix? Um, I'm going to say no. Man. Because why the hell not? Yeah, I mean, The Irregulars, I think, was just canceled. Oh, it was? I think so. Sorry, spoiler for the next recap episode. It's tough, because I feel like maybe when there's a pedigree already of a show, like based on these really popular, Mm well-known comic books, maybe they'll give it a chance based on that. But I'll I'll say no, too. Okay. Copier. Yeah. Wow. Well, you just said it first. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Um, new. All right. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can go onto Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. Follow us on all those. And go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Bye. Bye. Watching television.